Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we uh, continue through the book of Deuteronomy. We find ourselves this morning in chapters 16, 17, and 18. So if you have a Bible, it's handy, it's convenient time for you to do so. Uh, open your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 16, 17, and 18. And our emphasis is going to be on uh, the final verses of chapter 18, uh, verses 15 through uh, 22. And so uh, chapter 16 uh, begins with uh, regulations related to the Passover and continues uh, with the discussion of uh, several of the, the major uh, feasts and then uh, wisdom uh, in regards uh, to the courts, the justice system, as I mentioned yesterday. Um, uh, so much of our uh, legal system, uh, the, the whole uh, uh, demand for uh, uh, two witnesses and uh, the, the way uh, that evidence is uh, admitted and considered, all of these things uh, flow out of the Word of God, the law of God. And again, the law of God is a good thing. It's a good gift to humanity. So uh, 16, chapter 16 closes uh, with uh, uh, forbidden practices in, in worship and uh, continues uh, with uh, regulations, uh, stipulations uh, in civic matters and in religious matters as the, uh, because they were a theocracy. Uh, the role of the priest, the role of judges, sometimes uh, intermingled uh, with each other. Uh, chapter 17, a, a word of warning about kings. Uh, don't try to be like other nations. Uh, you're unique. You're a theocracy. Uh, and so uh, be careful about the man that you would have to rule over you. Uh, again, uh, further uh, provisions uh, for the priesthood. Uh, a, 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 another warning. Uh, about uh, apostasy, idolatry, uh, how to uh, uh, stay away from it, uh, destroy it as you uh, encounter it, and uh, be, be sure uh, that you will be seduced by it if you, if you do not stand against it. And, and again, such a, a uh, the wisdom that is ongoing. Uh, as we look at our culture, uh, if, if we're going to uh, uh, embrace uh, all of its uh, practices and, and all of its uh, supposed wisdom, uh, we're going to be seduced by that culture and be compromised. Uh, we'll be as salt that has lost its saltiness. And then uh, in uh, chapter 18, beginning in verse 15, this great statement that is a prophetic statement, a prophetic promise that is fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ, the promise of a prophet like unto Moses. So verse 15, uh, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him that you shall listen. Just as you desired of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of assembly when you said, uh, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God or see uh, this great fire anymore lest I die. And the Lord said to me, They are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them, uh, for them a prophet like you from among their brothers and I will put his words in his mouth and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words uh, that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how may we know the word of the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if that word does not come to pass or come true, 
Uh, that is a word that the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken presumptuously, and you need not be afraid of him. And so, uh, Moses, again, anticipating his own death, knows, knows he's going to be passed up, passing off the scene. Uh, we'll know that Joshua is going to succeed him, but he is not ultimately the fulfillment of this particular promise. This promise uh, has, a, uh, in some sense, some, some nearer partial fulfillments, and there will be legitimately true prophets that speak for the Lord that follow Moses, but this is ultimately fulfilled in Jesus Christ, the promised uh, Messiah. Uh, the Jews uh, thought of this as messianic. Uh, in fact, if you go back to the Gospel of John, chapter 1, you will find a group coming uh, to John the Baptist and asking him, are you the prophet? What are they referring to? This passage right here, Deuteronomy 18, 15 and following. Are you the prophet like unto Moses? Are you the prophet that we've been looking for? Are you the prophet that uh, has been promised uh, to us? And so uh, Jesus spoke perfectly uh, the word of God. He perfectly revealed the will of God. He perfectly obeyed uh, the word and will of God. And so uh, he is the one to we, that we ultimately owe uh, our allegiance. Uh, so there's a promise of this final perfect prophet and then there's a warning about prophets or those who claim to be prophets. Uh, the test is if they prophesy, uh, if it is not true, then they're false prophets. And so uh, uh, still something that we should at least uh, uh, think about as we think about who we're going to uh, listen to in that I do not believe that there is a prophetic office in the sense of the Old Testament or even in the sense of a New Testament prophet per se. Uh, we are to be prophets in the sense that we're to speak forth truth. We're to call people to repentance. That's what the prophets did. Uh, but uh, there really aren't prophets in the sense of they can say, thus saith the Lord, that they speak uh, without error uh, for uh, God. And so, um, so again, just beware. Uh, there's always been false teachers. There's always been false prophets. That's a major theme throughout the Old and New Testament. Uh, and uh, so beware of that. That's, that's an application for today. And that we know uh, that uh, one greater than Moses has come. His name is Jesus Christ. He is uh, the perfect prophet along with the perfect priest and king. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I look forward to seeing you once again.